This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before, and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board, you're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. I'm trying to decide if I want to explain to the audience why you were just singing, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, because I was already for it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Maybe. That's the way we'll maybe that's the way we'll warm up and sync up the audio every every week. People don't know this, but we can't do a countdown. It's very boring. Three, two, one, clap. So that if we need to use our backup audio, you can sync it up with the claps. Yes, (laughs) yes. And uh, which is my favorite Eddie Murphy uh, uh, movie where he plays uh, multiple people. The claps. Um, uh, Yes. yes. Yeah, Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. There it is. I thought you were going to say the clapping with me was your favorite moment of every day, and I was like, that's the saddest thing I've ever. Heard. I it's, am so it's, sorry for that. It's one of the few times I get to express actual physical joy. So no, you're not far off there, Kevin. This is, uh, believe it or not, this podcast is a highlight for me of my day. And it helps when we are still here basking. Sorry for the just jumbled uh, beginning of this, everybody. This is Welcome to the Bandwagon, the Rams fan podcast. Welcome aboard if you're just joining in, joining us. Uh, it, it gets a, a a little better than this. I'm Larry Morgan. That is Kevin Schatz. We are here twice a week, especially during the season, uh, as we are still basking in the afterglow of Week One, a W in w. the uh, in in the column. Nobody can take that away from us. They ain't getting it back. Nope. We want it fair and square. Solid showing by by the Rams and uh, encouragement is continuing to bubble up in my mind. I've got us going uh, over. I mean, uh, we're going to win 20 games this uh, exactly. year in the regular season, and that's more than you play in the regular season. And that's gonna, how many, that's how good we're going to be. This you year. know how there are ties now. You know, you can tie, you can have a, you, the Rams are going to be the first team to find how to actually add an additional win on top of a win. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know yet how it's going to happen, but clearly it's going to happen three times according to your prediction. Yes. No, yeah. we're going to, yeah, we're going to do some one-offs. We're just going to go, hey, anybody you want to play this week, midweek? We're we're ready to go. Maybe we challenge, uh, like maybe when we play the Saints, for example, we challenge them to a ping pong tournament beforehand. Win that, that adds on to our record. So that's- well, What if we invite the boys over from USC and go like, hey, you guys are pretty good. You want to you want to take us on? And, and, you know, we we get a win there and, uh, you know, yep. it, it just bring them on over from the Coliseum uh, one day. They uh, are pretty good this year, too. USC, right? They're they're like top five in the country yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, the joke in L.A. before we actually got two NFL teams back in Southern California, the joke in L.A. was we don't need the NFL. We have a pro team. It's USC. And yep. that that uh, and 
to a certain extent, that has not uh, been the case. Not anymore. A few years. Pete Carroll days, for sure. Yeah. But at the moment, uh, yeah, that's that's a very strong team. And I am a Trojan, so I'm I'm a little biased. But boy, boy, that Caleb Williams is good. And boy, I don't want him going to the Cardinals. But that's a different story. And they won. (laughs) The Cardinals won. The car, the Cardinals won. What the Arizona Cardinals? I think they lost. Why what? Do I think, why do I think they lost? Uh, let's see. Oh, did they? Let's see. What was where? Where? God, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna look it up. Prove me wrong. Is that the thing? Uh, yeah, September, yeah. The Commanders beat them. Commanders, oh, the Commanders won beat them. Oh, yeah. they were. Ahead. I'm sorry. They, they were, were ahead. ahead. They were ahead for much of the game, and then the Commanders. Yeah, of course, the Cardinals lost. So the what accurate statement about? is the Cardinals blew it. Is is what happened? <laughs> they they were they should have a win. They should have a W like the old LA Rams do. But uh, no, they have a loss, which is good for good for the uh, the West Division here. Excuse me. The uh, the Niners and us are one and zero, and the uh, let's see, the Seahawks and the Cardinals are zero and one. That we're undefeated. We're in first place. Let's put that on loop because we may not get another chance yeah. to say that again. Well, uh, stop it! Stop no, it. No, no, I mean, we will no. be saying that all year. Undefeated and and twenty and zero. That's right. Look, it is Rams Niners uh, this coming Sunday, and that is an immediate test. We, you know, home field advantage for the Rams has not proven yet to be a factor, uh, considering that most of the time uh, we have just as many opposing fans, if not more, in yeah. the in the stadium. Now, obviously, when the Rams are winning and things are humming. Uh, championship season, especially toward the uh, latter half of the season when things were really rolling, it was uh, a Rams cacophony. I will tell you that. Ooh, but big word. Uh, but t- last season, uh, the, the the thing that LA fans get accused of did come to fruition. A lot of folks stayed home, sold their tickets to somebody that didn't care who they who yeah, they were or where the they Cowboy came from or who they were rooting for. Right? Whoever, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the the nature of uh, this area, but. Uh, that's why we have the bandwagon for you yes. to hop on and off at least at leisure. Yeah. We're like the uh, the trolley at the Grove. You know, you just uh, jump on up there at the one stop and hop off at the other one. You know, Larry, uh, it's kind of like they say: if you love something, let it go. We're willing to let you. Hop. If we give you the the freedom to hop off the bandwagon, you're going to feel more comfortable hopping back on when the Rams get yes. good again. So you're welcome to leave if you want. Just uh, just just keep always going to be here. We're yeah. always going to be here. Yeah, you can keep listening. Even, uh, even as if you're not during, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this, listening to our podcast is the least amount of effort for your fandom that you have to make. You, you don't even have to watch the game. You can just subscribe to us at Welcome to the Bandwagon on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and if you uh, if, if 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 you fall off for a little while, we'll understand, but we'll still be here for you. How right? often in life do you get the permission to do the least possible amount of work and still be still be welcome somewhere? Like, wow. oh my gosh, here here is the answer. This is it. You, yeah, you forget we work in radio, uh, Kevin. That's, <laughs> That's why we got into radio. <laughs> we see that exhibited every single day in our line of work. Are you kidding? Look at how, what do you think my career is built on? It's just like, oh, uh, did I put in bare minimum today and I still get to come back tomorrow? Perfect. Check, see check ya. That. I'm checking that box off. Yep, yep. Well, hey, Larry, as you said, uh, as we've been talking about, we are very excited for a 1-0 start. We had an exciting 30-13 to victory, and and there were a lot of highlights. There were a lot of players who stood out to us, but there is one player, Larry, that since preseason game one and and was a, was a star in game one that has been continually on our mind. We have chance in mind for this person, and I'm talking, of course, about the one and only... 
Huka Nakua. Huka, who is getting so much love on this podcast. This we might have to change the name of the podcast. Is uh, <laughs> come up with something clever. Uh, I mean, we were we are the perennial pod, uh, Pollyannas of podcasting, and now we are the official uh, perennial Puka podcasters. <laughs> It's got the, uh, the 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 P is 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 right there worked into the uh, yeah, the, worked into we'll, the theme that we continue to be working through. Uh, yeah, the we'll, we'll workshop that and make it better. But uh, yes, yes, absolutely. I'm all in on Puka. By the way, yes, uh, as am I. And we, you know, we had our eye on him early in the early in the the preseason. I remember even when he got drafted, it was like, oh, cool, wide receiver. He looks fit. He looks good. You know, like I, I didn't. I'm not going to be like, oh, I knew he'd be a hit from day one. But it, it, I was oh, excited. Yeah. Just and and here he is. You know. Game one, showing up, doing big things. And um, I think it's important for us to... Uh, my When I root for a team, I like to get to know the players. I like to know who these guys are on the field. So um, I, had, I had to do some research. And I've created for you, Larry, a little five-question quiz about our new favorite player, Huka. Nakua. We're gonna oh, no. learn. We're gonna oh, learn no. something about him by proving how little you know about him and how, right. how how bad of a quiz taker you are. Hopefully, is my goal. <laughs> yeah. No. You know. Well, you already know enough about me to know I'm a terrible quiz quaker. Uh, qu- quiz quaker. I can't <laughs> quiz even say. I can't even say taker. Uh, I, it, it's why I, another reason I'm in radio is because I, I couldn't pass those tests in school. So uh, luckily, there is no formal education required when it comes to being a stupid disc jockey. But uh, I'll do the best I can. I, I might surprise you with some of the things that I do know about Puka Nakua because he uh, has been a Pac-12 guy in the past. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I, I know a little bit, a little bit, not a lot. Let's see what happens. Well, let's call. We'll call this. Let's get to know Puka. Here we go with number one on the <laughs> Let's Get to Know Puka quiz. Uh, and this, this obviously is is going to be like this. I'll start with the 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 easy one. You know, the one that is going to tell us the most about Puka, just kind of where you would automatically want to start. And that that is according to the Merriam-Webster online dictionary. Which of the following is not a definition for the word Puka? Oh, this is this is how we're going to get to know Puka is by this understanding is how we're what, starting. All right, <laughs> this is how we get to know Puka. Which, Which of, the of these is, is not not a definition for the word Puka? Here's right. your first definition: a small, usually perforated wave and beach polished shell fragment found along beaches of Pacific islands and used especially to make necklaces puka shell that's that's uh, that's a real thing and also that whole definition is so elaborate there's no way you could have made that up so that's a that's a real one i know that puka definition two it's two words hole tunnel yeah hole comma tunnel all right it might be a foreign language or even some sort of um polynesian uh something uh, okay well, let's move on what's three? Third definition of puka a common tropical tree yielding good timber, a yellow dye, a mucilaginous gum, mm. and a widely used edible fruit. Oh man, uh, there's nothing I love than uh, a, a, a refresh. <laughs> love more than a refreshing stick of mucilaginous gum. <laughs> uh, when, especially when you know you get that coffee breath going on. Um, that uh, God. Okay, I got to hear four. I got to. Not making this easy on you. Last definition for puka: a rare New Zealand tree with large resinous leaves and dioecious flowers. Dioecious. Do you know the meaning of that word? (sighs) 
I did not. Sure, of course I do. Of course, uh-huh, and that is... Do you want to tell the listeners just so <laughs> did, they know? Did you, want, you wanted me to be the one to tell them what diet Well, yeah, I mean, you're the one doing the research. I'm, I'm supposed <laughs> to be taking the quiz. I'm not here giving out information. Not even sure I'm pronouncing it right. This is, the, this is a plant having the male and female reproductive organs. Um, that is what dioecious means. So in New Zealand, this is a New, Ze- a, a New Zealand plant with male and female parts. Large resinous leaves. So there you, you go, Larry. Good two luck. Two different botanical definitions for puka there that are uh-huh. uh, like tree related and then we uh-huh. got the shell thing and then we got whole tunnel which is so simple <laughs> uh, so you're really trying to oh i don't know what, what what you're doing to me here i think did you say hole or tunnel hole? yeah h-o-l-e hole mm-hmm. or tunnel okay that's got to be it because that's that's uh, all those other ones uh, there, there's the puka shell which everybody knows about and i'm pretty sure that's spelled p-u-k-a p and these are all spelled the exact same way correct P-U-K-A, p-u-k-a yes p-u-k-a. they're not p-u-k yes they're not, yes uh, uh-huh. homonyms or homophones or whatever they are um yeah good you yeah uh-huh. i'm gonna say whole tunnel is uh the outlier here because uh that seems like uh, all the words you could make up uh, the others uh <laughs> there's no way you would know what uh mutant mutant i can't even say mucilaginous Muc- gum yummy yummy gum Sorry, Larry. Nope. Holer tunnel is apparently a Hawaiian term for puka. Um, yeah, the, the example they gave is, if I ever get the giant African snails out of their favorite pukas, I shall really enjoy the gardening. Um, uh, yeah, the, the, yes, exactly. The one that, I'm, that I did not make up, but I lost the definition. It, it, the, the, the correct answer is uh, C, a common C. tropical yielding good timber, yellow dye, mucilaginous, mucilaginous gum, gum, and widely used edible. That is some other kind of tree that I meant to write down the name of and I didn't and I lost the webpage. That is some other kind of tree, Larry, the definition for some mm. other kind some of tree. Some other kind of tree, yeah. <laughs> and See, all- I knew, I should have known when you went with two botanical definitions that one of those, <laughs> one of those uh, but I went with hole or tunnel and uh, all right, all right. So that was warm up. That doesn't count. So that's uh, like preseason questions. So How do let's you think go it- on. How do you think a new listener coming on thinking, wow, we're going to learn about Puka now feels one question into this. Let's get to know Puka quiz. How do you think they're feeling right now? I, I think, you know, the fact that the, they have actually learned a little bit something about Hawaiian culture while hey. also at the same time, uh, you know, uh, hearing about, you know, the, the, these incredible trees that you're uh, talking about with the resinous <laughs> resonance leaves i mean who, who knew that gum. before and and mucil- that there is a term such as mucilaginous gum you're um, welcome is you're welcome is the words i'm looking yeah, for yeah, so i yeah. think you know i think they're uh tingling with anticipation to to learn more hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, let's learn. Let's actually learn something about puka. Number two, which Larry, which of these facts about puka did I completely make up? One of these I did make up. Okay. Uh-huh. A. He was nicknamed Big Play Puka in college. B. He verbally committed to USC in high school. Mm. C, he played the French horn for the Utah Youth Symphony. <laughs> D, he bowls about a 200 on average. <laughs> so Which one of, of those did is I make not up? true. Yep, made it up completely. 
All right. What was the first one again? Nicknamed Big Play Puka in college. That sounds right. And that sounds like uh, a bad nickname that you you would get in college. Uh, Big Play Puka. I also know that he did commit to USC. Uh, It's a tragedy that uh, the Trojans did not uh, get him and had to play against him for uh, a short time. And French Horn. And I know he's from Utah, so uh, it's possible he did that. And uh, whatever that last one was, I'm gonna I'm gonna discard that one because that one sounds dumb. What, what Bulls was about it again? Two, Bulls about a two hundred on average. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. There's no way you would know that. Uh, I although, made that up. Although, okay, you did make that. No, up. no, I'm asking. I, that, I, that was that was being phrased as I made that up. Is what you're saying? Is my there is a part of me though that says not a lot of nightlife uh, going on <laughs> or allowed in Provo. So. <laughs> Utah. Bowling might be the only option. No, I'm going to say uh, number four is uh, is uh, made up is, of that. Is the lie. Bowls about mm-hmm. a 200 on average, Larry. You are <laughs> incorrect. He, he does bowl about a 200. He, 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 for all I know, he does not play the French horn. That is completely oh, made up. I, the, the Utah Youth Symphony is a real thing that I looked up, and I, I do believe they have French horn players. But as far as I know, he has no musical talent. I could be wrong. We should have yeah. him on this podcast and find out. He would. He was an athlete growing up. He wouldn't have had time to be in the freaking uh, youth symphony. What am I thinking? All right. So okay, I'll, I'll let a, you have that one. There is a very random fact on his Utah where he he played at BYU uh, on on his about me page that says literally says the words bowls about a two hundred on average, and that's all it says. There's no uh, there's no further explanation. There's no he really loves bowling. He bowls often, and yeah. I. I I guess 200 is a good score. I mean, I, I'm thinking when I go bowling with friends, I usually get in the like 120 range. And and I'm like, I don't, I guess 200, that is 80 more points. But is, is 200 something, you brag about 200? No, 200 is not necessarily the kind of uh, stat that you actually want to put out there consistently. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, I go back to the fact that, uh, look, this is a little bit of a generalization about uh, people in Utah, but, um, you know, probably not going to be a ton of partiers. And if you're going to BYU, you probably are expected to uh, behave yourself a, a certain to a certain extent. And uh, also, if you're an athlete, uh, you're not supposed to be uh, indulging in the nightlife as well. So I would imagine going out with the guys in bowling uh, amounts to a pretty exciting night. Exactly. Uh, yes. This, this, in Provo. So the highlights of college days. Yes. And yeah. and as you said, he did he did verbally commit to USC, and and you would know more about this than I would. But the, the, there was all kinds of drama going on with the coach switching during that time between T. Martin being fired, Cliff Kingsbury being or well, it was hired, was, and then he went off to the Cardinals, and, Cardinals the, and there and was then, yeah. a lot of question mark about. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a little bit of a tumultuous history, and recruiting was very difficult around that time. Yeah, so then so, he he, yeah. he ended up going to Washington, where he spent most of his career. He ended up at BYU, where he played alongside his brother Samson, who also uh, has gone pro. I think I think they I think two of his brothers are now playing in the USFL, but two of his brothers also had time in in uh, in the NFL. So it's a very talented family. Wow. Coming out of wow, BYU. That's great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. 0 for 2, just as we predicted. Let's see. Let's see yeah. how you do on the last yeah. three. This <laughs> is a true or false. We got a 50-50 for you. And in fact, there are two more questions that are 50-50 questions. So you're oh. you got some you got some odds on oh. your side. Oh, okay. True or false. This is based on uh on last week's game. Puka Nakua is just the second player since 2000 who was drafted in the fifth round or later 
to have at least 100 receiving yards in his NFL debut. Okay, that was, oh, there's so much going on in that question. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Pick your path. Choose your own adventure. Okay, let's go. Let's go one section at a time. Let me repeat it back to you. So that's why a mnemonic device in order for me to keep this in my brain, because I just I started drifting off thinking about cartoons there for a second, like a like a Homer Simpson moment. Go ahead. uh, One more time. Puka Nakua mm-hmm. is just the second player, second player since 2000, since 2000, who was drafted in the fifth round or later, drafted in the fifth round or later, to have at least 100 receiving yards in his NFL debut. Debut. All right, that sounds remarkably similar to an actual graphic that was put up on the screen during the game on Sunday, and. If you changed one tiny little minute detail in there just to throw me off, I will be furious with you. So I am going to say that that sounds identical to what was brought up. Again, <laughs> stats in, in most major league sports can be ridiculous. Um, but I'm going to say, yes, that is true. That's an actual stat that is uh, a, a real thing that somebody had to research and figure out. Yes. Ah. Good job. Th- that, everything you said is exactly why I put this question in because I found that fact and I had to read through that sentence seven or eight times to figure <laughs> out is that a good, that is a good thing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like when our ratings come out, uh, you know, on the rate <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, uh, men between the age of 18 and 49 who drive Subarus and are bearded and also are single but have at least one dog and or cat uh we're we're huge in that demographic i mean it's just like you can find a great story just about anywhere but uh, i mean that's still kind of a cool stat i guess uh because he was not like a high round draft pick that made his debut we talked a lot about uh, him on the post game episode of just how much within the game, he went from looking like a rookie to a veteran within four quarters because he he was like, yeah. you saw a few missteps, a few, you know, missed routes, things like that, a couple of drop balls or whatever, and then just stayed at it. And man, uh, so yep. yeah, pretty, well, pretty impressive debut. That that was the whole point of that of that sentence. He had an amazing debut. Uh, only one of two players since two thousand to do it. Alan Hearns. I don't I don't recognize that name. He's the other one to do it. Um, but hopefully Puka has a better career than Alan Hearns. By the way, Larry certainly has a better uh, name than Alan, Alan Hearns. Puka is Alan Hearns. Can you imagine? Sounds like he should be an accountant. Hearns. Um, <laughs> Not a good chant. Not a good chant. You you almost inadvertently described me in your radio demographic. I don't know if you know that. 18 to 49, <laughs> I do drive a Subaru. I'm mustachioed, not bearded. So that's mm-hmm. one difference. I am not single. I'm single in the sense that I am not married. Right. But I am a, but I am in a happy, committed relationship. And uh, and I do not have at bearded. least one dog. Yeah. yeah, not bearded, but not bearded. Yeah, right, yeah. So you you came you are you are you guys researching me? I'm on air at your station. You probably oh, shouldn't be researching. We me research a, we research <laughs> everyone that is an employee of the station. Okay, yes. understood. Yeah, background understood. checks go much deeper than you realize. <laughs> yes, you are one for three, Larry. Let's get, do number four in this five question quiz. Here we go. A lot of pressure on can, this. Okay, are, how many of these are left? Nineteen. 
Yeah, seven, 17, actually. Yeah, 17 oh, okay. left. All right. <laughs> no, two more questions. We're getting through this. Jeez. Which, Larry, which sport? Think how long it took me to write this, let alone give this <laughs> quiz. Which sport did Puka's dad, Lionel, which sport did Puka's dad predict he would excel at from a young age? So he hmm. said, look at look at young Puka. And he predicted Bowling. he would excel at this sport. Is it A, football, Bowling. B, basketball, Bowling. C, baseball, Bowling. D, bowling? No, it's not bowling. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not bowling. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not bowling. Uh, uh, baseball, football, basketball. Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to guess his dad looked at him and said, you look, because... He's not an exceptionally tall player, so basketball, he's not an exceptionally big guy. I mean, generally, when you look at, and obviously, there have been so many athletes to prove those things wrong over the years. Everyone from uh, Edelman on the Patriots to to mm-hmm. the freaking uh, Steph Curry on the Warriors, sure. you know, yeah. who, who were told, you, you don't have the size, you don't have the whatever. Uh, like he 12-year-old like, when he entered the league. He looks like he could be a, ba- a baseball. He looks kind of built like a baseball player. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he played the sport growing up. So I'm going to say dad looked at him and said, you're, you're, you're going to be a great Major League Baseball player one day. Baseball is... Incorrect. It is a good. Ga- Your logic does make sense, and he did excel at all three of those sports. And we know yeah. he was he was pretty mediocre at bowling, but uh, he actually did predict football. He predicted that oh. he, his prediction <laughs> was this guy is and and there's a little bit of context here. He predicted out of all of his brothers. So so uh, Nakua's got Puka's got. Four brothers, I think I've counted. Three older yeah. brothers, one younger brother, and huh. as his Big brothers, family living in Utah. I wonder, I wonder yeah. what the <laughs> connection there is. Hmm. Went to church every Sunday. I, I, I've I've read. Um, so uh, let's see. Brothers are Kai, Isaiah, Samson, and Tay. T e i Tay or Ty, and um, K and Isaiah. Kay and Samson, whatever they all they went pro. We don't need to get to know all of their brothers, but there's their names. And as <laughs> as you know, the older brothers were playing in high school and maybe even to college. Um, Puka's dad was uh, was coaching was coaching Puka in all these sports, including little league and football. And he he's this is according to his wife. Um, she, he said at one point, Puka is going to be the best one out of all my boys. He'll be the best football player. He predicted that from a very young age. His dad, his dad, his dad sadly passed several years back to diabetes, so didn't get a chance to see him go pro. But it's it's part of their family story of of like seeing that prediction come true as he's been climbing the ranks through high school and college and now professional football. And uh, and it does appear. I mean, look, he's only played one professional football game. But uh, he is at least being talked about more widely than any of his brothers have been up to this point. So it, it, it appears the prediction is accurate. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, yeah. uh, I, I can't help but notice that uh, all of a sudden now, all the fantasy guys are jumping on Puka Nakua. And yeah. it's like, buy, buy Puka for week yeah. two. Yeah, so, hop yeah. on it now. Yep, yeah. and probably the, probably the right call. Okay, you are, you are one for four. And... Um, <sighs> Boy, well, my, se- look- my season's starting off terribly. I gotta say, this is uh, this doesn't bode well for my record for the rest of the year. Um, Not the start we were hoping for 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 young GD Larry Morgan. Quizzes, here. yeah. <laughs> Here's number five, and this one's a little. This one's tricky, like all mine, like all my uh, questions, because I don't know if we're gonna get a result to this one just yet. Here we go. Here's here, let me just read it. True or what? false, Larry? True. I know it's very confusing. True or false? Who got chance? We'll start at SoFi this coming Sunday against the 49ers. True or false? Are we going to hear a Puka chant in game one? True or false? 
absolutely, definitively, there is no doubt in my mind that that is going to happen. Period. End of story. Final answer. I'll yes. say yes to that. Now, technically, we do not know this, right? And uh, but I'm going to say that that's, that's it's got to happen. He's it's yeah. it's. I feel like fans because because look, let's face it. Most people who are go, we we have a large audience, and we've been catching this puka thing on. So people are just itching to be the welcome yeah. to the bandwagon representers at the game representatives and and get the puka chant. They got to be itching for it. He, yeah, he scores, I know. I mean, we got Andrew. Sus- and we got yep, Andrew Siciliano on on board with that, and he did not as far as i can remember i don't think he ever got the chance to actually uh make that call because and 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 pukas do pukas do (laughs) pukas do pukas do for uh his first nfl touchdown which i i believe stafford really wants to hit him to get and so if if there's any chance in the niners game where there's there's room within the game plan to target puka in that way uh, you know, shorter yardage. If we get in the red zone, that sort of thing. I got to think he's a target between him and and the oh, tight yeah. ends. Uh, I I would think he wants him to get one of those uh, scores, and that is going to be a great opportunity for the crowd to get into it. So, uh, or or any big play by Puka, I would yeah. suspect that the uh, hopefully much larger than usual Rams fan base at SoFi <laughs> this coming Sunday will uh, will. Uh, overcome the uh, the disappointment from the Niners, the, the Niners faithful when there is a big play by Puka. Yep. So I'm counting on it, man. I, I it's got to happen. Yeah, and 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 like you said, the good thing is it doesn't have to be a touchdown. He could make an amazing catch, get a nice little run after a uh, after a catch. You know, do, there there are opportunities, and if it doesn't catch on after the first time, because look, maybe there'll be people there who who are somewhat fair weather fans. I don't know who aren't quite sure of all the players' names, and then they realize, wow, we have a player named Puka, and it might take <laughs> it might take a couple, it might take a quarter or two to be like, we should probably yell Puka. Um, we'll we will see. Um, I do expect to see a lot of red jerseys in that crowd, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But like most games, it comes out to about 50-50. I mean, Niners fans show up. There are a lot in SoCal. There, it might be a 60-40 thing for the Niners. I don't know. Um, I don't want to yeah, focus too much I, on that negative. But gosh, I would hope that it's, it, at, at, at worst, I hope it's just even. Because you're right. San Francisco, obviously, one, travels well because it's it's commutable. And two, yeah. Uh, tons of Bay Area. It's it's kind of like even when the Dodgers are winning, you know, yeah. the, uh, the Dodger games, uh, Giants fans show up uh, yeah. and vice versa up in the Bay Area. So um, I suspect that there will be uh, a quite a bit of uh, those red jerseys in, in the stands this Sunday. But I, I would hope with the home opener and yeah. against a tough team like the Niners and with the promising showing from last week, I'm, I'm hoping that the Rams faithful are faithful enough to show up in force uh, this weekend. So we yeah. shall see. I mean, we'll find out and, and we'll be sure to be reporting on that and commenting on that. Uh, yeah. As soon as that uh, game is done, we'll be preparing for our post-game analysis 
the yes. deep, deep analysis <laughs> like you've heard <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, it, it will likely include less uh, less stats like being the second player since 2000 who was drafted in the fifth round or later to have at least 100 receiving yards in the NFL. And more, um, there are three definitions for the word puka, and, uh, yeah. and yeah. one of them is hole slash tunnel. So, yes, exactly. Uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be digging a puka directly into that uh, analysis of that game, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Am I yeah. using that right? Is I, that I, even... I don't think that... You know what? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say... Okay. Welcome to the bandwagon. Welcome to the bandwagon.